What's up? Hi, you guys. We are back. Yes. And we're so excited for this episode because the weather's changing. It's not 100 plus degrees around here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's fall. We're getting all of our fall decor out around the house. Yep. We're drinking our pumpkin spice lattes. Not. I wish we were. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We've been making our own pumpkin spice creamer and stuff at home. So save money since Starbucks is so expensive now. Yeah, Starbucks is oh, it's a little crazy and it has a lot of sugar in some of those. Some of those drinks. I think I remember seeing the, uh, what's it called, the chai tea latte with the pumpkin cream cold foam on top. And it literally has like 65 or 70 like grams of sugar. You might as well eat four cookies or drink yeah, exactly. two sodas. I mean, I'm sure it's really delicious and all, but even then, like, I don't like very sweet things. So it's kind of crazy to see how much sugar is some of those drinks if you look into it. But Anyway, we're not talking about pumpkin right now. Yeah, we're not talking about pumpkin. We're talking about marriage. And we're talking about how to thrive in a marriage, you guys. Mm -hmm. We've seemed like that we have, you know, I'd say we've thrived in our marriage, uh, but not all the time. But we're going to share some of those good times and some of the low times with you guys. But ultimately, you know, we want to be thriving in a marriage. We don't want to be surviving. Yeah. Surviving in a marriage is no fun. You're just going day-to-day, mundane, routine, everyday just trying to hold your head above water. That's not that's not what we're trying to get at, you guys. We're trying to help you guys thrive. We all want to thrive in our life, and thriving in, in your marriage is something that's so important and really mm-hmm. exciting, too, you know? So as we kind of, you know, develop these podcast episodes, it's kind of funny, but we wanted to share this one a little bit about the details, <laughs> about how we came up with this, you know, like how we come up with these ideas. So whenever we you know come up with uh episodes for the simple mission so uh you know we try our best to talk about relevant things you know throughout kind of what's been going on in our lives and it's kind of humorous method but you know i'll usually start off with a very broad topic <laughs> and very broad and i'm like we need to go broad you know and then leanna will will bring up a very narrow topic as narrow as an eye of the needle <laughs> like leanna there's only like a two percent of the population <laughs> of our listeners maybe want to be interested in this you know and so anyways after some deliberation a little bit of arguing maybe on the side (laughs) bickering more like yeah we bicker no but it all (laughs) comes down to how we get a middle ground how we develop a a a nice balance to it all Mm -hmm. and so you know we generally once we find something we love we high five each other we really do and then we, we write it down, and this episode gets gets created and, and stuff like that, you know. And we haven't talked about marriage in a long time. It's been a while. And, and we wanted to do, you know, a first, this is going to be the first of many um, episodes on marriage. And so, you know, we, 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 um, we're excited about this, you guys. And we love our marriage, and we hope that others can love their marriage just as much as we do. Yeah, I think what, you know, what David was sharing was we just have... We have a certain flow of ideas where where we share like, oh, like this is something that I've been really inspired by or this is something I think like God wants to for us to talk about and things like that. And so it's crazy to see like, yeah, David will say, let's talk about marriage. I'm like, okay, what about marriage? He's like, marriage. I'm like, well, we got to get a little bit more like narrow or a little bit more like of a deeper idea of what about marriage that you want to talk about and so it is kind of crazy how different we are and so it's yeah it's kind of cool to see how different marriages um like 
I don't know how to explain it, but how marriages are so different from a lot of other people because the person and the people in the marriage is like completely different or opposite of each other. I rarely see um, married couples that are married that are similar or like just like not even different from each other. I never see that. They always are the opposite, but anyway. Yeah, so like David said, we're going to be doing some kind of uh, marriage uh, series on this on this mission podcast, and we're really excited, really fired up, and we just want to bring in, um, you know, a biblical perspective on like what God says about marriage, and you know, the only way to have a thriving marriage is through Him. So this is what we're gonna get into um, when we start covering the point. Yeah. So if you're married, you know you should be. You know, ultimately enjoying your spouse to the fullest, you know, but we know that, you know, marriages are not perfect by no means. We're not perfect, and neither are you. Newsflash. <laughs> but, you know, if, if both you and your spouse have, you know, um, dedicated your marriage to God and have set Him, you know, as your foundation over your lives and over your 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 household and over each other then there's nothing that he cannot do for you especially when when you're when you're together on it you know so that's the that's the real important thing so but um yeah yeah so i think we'll just go ahead and start going into some of the point uh we have seven um main i guess ways to start having a thriving marriage and the first one is going to be a little bit more i guess Kind of well-known, but then also not well-known uh, and pretty intense. So the first one is, you know, setting the foundation in your marriage. You know, like, what is the foundation in your marriage right now? And um, is it founded under God or is it founded in, you know, the world or the way the world tells you that that's this is how marriage is supposed to be? Or is it, like, founded in your selfishness because you want you just want to chase your own happiness and not to I just serve your spouse and stuff and so going into it the foundation of marriage with the Lord it really is displayed in uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 5 and we won't go into it today but we'll definitely go into it in the next episode since this is the first one but um, that's kind of what it is you know just having that foundation and then for you both to be on the same page about it. Yeah, so, you know, um, what what God says really is to be, you know, listening to the Lord and your spouse. Yeah. Basically, so, you know, uh, what's your foundation on your marriage on? Is it, is it um, you know, is it God? Is it the world? Is it the culture that we live in, or is it, or is it your own selfishness? You know, your your foundation within your marriage can be um, anything that you invest your time in, anything you invest your thoughts, anything you invest your 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 spiritual thoughts too, as well into it. And so, your foundation is going to be this. You know, if you spend a lot of time on, I don't know, social media and stuff, like a lot of time, then that's where your foundation is, you know, and, and that when that's taken away, what do you have left, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, God made it very specific on how we're, we're, how we're, to, we're to live in our marriage, and marriage is not supposed to be just to make us happy, you know? If you're, if, you're, if you're getting, if you're wanting to be happy, and you're thinking marriage 
is the key. You've lost it. <laughs> pretty much. There's no key to that. Not There's, to say you can't be happy, but it's just, it's not the point of marriage. It's not the point of marriage. Yeah. Marriage doesn't solve problems. You've all heard this. It exposes what's already existing going on. So yeah. once you're married, everything gets amplified by 100. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> you know, if you're already unhappy with somebody and you're dating them, I wouldn't get married to him, you know? It's just simple as that. <laughs> all and you'll so, have, honestly, like, all you're going to have is, you know, if you did engage, is you have that engagement, like, happiness, and then you plan you plan the wedding, you get all excited, and then you get married. It's like that marital bliss and that, uh, what's that phrase, the honeymoon phase or whatever, but then it dies off. And so what are you left with? You're left without a foundation. Nothing. Well, yeah, but you're also left without a foundation because you were already so unhappy or maybe thinking this person isn't the right person for you or you also were being selfish too at the same time. So, I mean, obviously two spouse in the marriage is not perfect. You know, there's two imperfect people, you know, agreeing to get married and spend their the rest of their life together until they die, you know? So a lot of things are going to happen when it comes down to that. And so having that foundation under God, like right from the beginning is the first step before you can move on to start having a thriving marriage, honestly. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we each, Leanne and I, we have our own personal relationship with the Lord and, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, God is designed and God shows us our roles in, in his word you know we have our study times and stuff and the, and what we do and in, in our daily routine and, and god will, will reveal himself on how marriage is supposed to look like throughout certain verses it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like a specific like the love book or the love chapter of the bible it can be you know really any book of the bible can has have some sort of characteristics that that show you how what marriage is all 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 about you know and and really, it's studying studying Jesus, you know, how Jesus had a relationship with his disciples and how certain marriages in the Bible, like, you know, were and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, those are yeah. ultimately. The, yeah. But the, there's a, um, a verse in Ephesians 5, 22 through 23. And this covers the roles, really, of the man and her husband. And it kind of shows love how to love towards their wives as Christ loves the church, you know? And mm-hmm. so, and then for wives, it, it, it kind of d- displays an example to submit to their husbands and to respect him, you know, mm-hmm. in that verse. And so if you want more about the basics of marriage, what to do, look at Ephesians five, read the whole chapter and study yeah. it, you know, and it's going to, and we'll also go over it in the next episode. It's just a little teaser of like, you know, that's the session that we're going to be really going over and really explaining how, you know, the husband is supposed to love their wife and then, like, the wife is supposed to submit to their husband, which is not always the most popular, um, I guess, word. You know, when someone hears about submission and having to, like, obey, not obey, but, like, kind of submit to that authority and to know that your husband is the head of the house, the head of the household, and head over you, it's like, it's like a dagger to the heart. I guess sometimes we can be very strong-headed, and but um, there's a reason for it, and there's also exception to this, you know, as well. But 
We'll definitely do over in the next episode. Yeah. So point number two is going to be investing in your marriage. Ooh. Ooh. No more excuses. Um, <laughs> you know, investing in your marriage is something that you have to be intentional about. Okay, think about it. When you want to invest in something, whether that's the stock market, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's, I don't know, real estate or something, you're going to take your hard-earned money that you worked really hard on. You spent a lot of time on that money, and you're going to go buy or invest your funds or invest your time into something that you really care about. Well, that's being intentional. You know, you think twice about it. You're like, do I really want to do this or not? You know, is this a big life decision or not? You know, yeah. and so this is all being intentional. You know, so we just can't take our marriages and just chunk them around like they're a doll, like a rag. You know, we have to we have to be intentional. Say, hey, like we put in a lot of hard work in this. You know, like we we, we have to continue. You know, we have to be intentional. And so, yeah, uh, Leanna loves the word intentional on this podcast. Well, well we were talking so. about this. He's like, Leanna, we need to take out this word. I'm like, but that's literally like what we've been doing in our life. And I feel like in the past year, his. You know, if you're not intentional about, you know, what is important to you, then you're going to neglect it. You're not going to, um, I just make time for it or think about it. You're just going to, like, go through the motion of, of your daily life. So being intentional is really important, especially in your marriage. It is important. But being intentional outside of marriage is anything else that, you know, that's important to you, your kids or schooling or your work you know that's all very important too so just be intentional in all areas of life including marriage (laughs) my point yeah so we're going to be talking about that some more a little bit later on we're going to be talking about that a lot that's going to be its own episode all these all these all these topics are going to be their own episodes okay yeah yeah so these are all going to be individualized we have a lot to say in them which is going to be great yeah Um, but i think that's a really good one that's going to be one that people need to hear you know we need to hear this we all need to hear this um you know because there's there's some things that you know oh oh i I forgot something before we move on so so i wrote down that this is literally the first step after setting the foundation you know, like like we said in the first point, oh, yeah, have that yeah. foundation first, right? Because nothing else will work after, but before you even set the foundation, or you're not on the same page. So after that, for sure, invest in your marriage because you already know and understand what marriage is and what what your role is and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to say that before we move on to the next point. Yeah, and also too. Start thinking about this question before we actually have do the episode is what do you have to sacrifice, you know, or take out of your life or to add into your life that's going to invest in your marriage, you know? So we'll think on that question. Yeah. Think and on then that we'll come out with that episode soon. Yeah. Leave you guys with some, some juicy thinking. <laughs> okay. So, so number three, number three is a little bit of a toughie. And you might get offended. Get offended. <laughs> At number three literally says, watch your mouth and shut your heart. Oh. <laughs> I um, came up with that one because I was thinking about how, you know, the way we treat our spouse with the words that we speak is really um, important. And if we're not careful with how we speak to them or try not to yell at them and stuff, then we're not going to have a very 
where you say uh, a peaceful home like your spouse your husband or your wife's gonna come home and kind of be like oh she's gonna get mad at me or he's gonna get mad at me and yell at me and or he's gonna say all these things or they're just gonna nag at me um all that stuff so i feel like this is kind of a crucial one and all from you know the bible verse james 1 says understand this my dear brothers and sisters you must all be quick to listen slow to speech and slow to get angry so, and there's also other Bible verses in the, the Bible that talks about the power of the tongue and, you know, what you say has, you know, the power of life or death. And so, I just think this is really important to remember as, you know, if you want to have a thriving marriage, you got to have words of life for your spouse and for yourself and towards your whole marriage. Dang, that's good. That's really good. You know, and whenever we do this, we're going to be better. You know, at it each little time that we do it. You know, one little step at a time, and each day at a time. And yeah, this is a tough one because you have to kind of practice this. This takes work. You know, we're all just initially just gonna lash out irrationally. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. Cause a lot of people do struggle with that. I feel like I struggle with that a lot, yeah. and I've really been working on this this past year. I, re- I feel like ever since we had gotten pregnant, I really kind of realized, like, oh my gosh, like, Lord, please just help me to change my heart towards certain things or towards my husband or, you know, help me with my tongue because sometimes I, I, I'll just get mad and I'll just say the thing that I'm thinking without thinking about it on not saying it. <laughs> and I regret saying those things. You can't take it back once you say it. And so I feel like that's really important. So wash your mouth and shut your heart is yeah, the next one. That's good. Okay, so number four is going to be the pursuit of your spouse never stops so this is the fun one yeah this is a fun one this is where it gets more fun <laughs> yeah more fun not so like intense. so serious <laughs> serious <laughs> this is a fun one so you know pursuit of the spouse you know um doesn't mean having sex all the time okay <laughs> you know that can be fun i mean if that's what you want to do that's go for it <laughs> yeah but this is more than that okay this yes. is more than that so this is like Having, like, what to do, you know, like, going over expectations, having talking times, going on date nights, going on date breakfasts. We've been going on date breakfasts lately. Yeah. Evening time's kind of rough on us. I don't know. And it's more expensive, too. The restaurant's just... I'll just For dinner and stuff. You, man. It just <laughs> annihilates you with a check. I feel like we dinner. only go out to dinner, like, maybe, like... Five to seven times a year, I would say. Yeah, we go to breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, we go to breakfast or lunch. <laughs> yeah, we like lunch. <laughs> and so anyways, but that's some some stuff that we do, you know, that's that that's fun. Uh, you know, take time to your day, take time out of your day to catch up and talk about life, usually while you're cooking or, I, mean, I don't know, if you can sit down on the couch and just talk some and, you know, um, tell each other about your feelings and, man, you need to be open here, okay, talking to you men here. And also the men need to speak up too. And the women, I'm talking to you women, and I'm talking to myself, give him the time to speak. If you ask him a question, how was your day, and he doesn't answer right away, give them the space and the time to think about it. Let him, if he, he, you know, works outside or whatever, let him shower, let him kind of decompress, and then just take your time. Like, it's it's really important. I don't know, I don't know why I'm saying this. This ought to be in the episode, but... Uh, I feel it's something that a lot of us women need to hear. Yes, like, we women love to talk and we love to share a feeling, and that is a natural thing for us. But how often are we allowing our husband 
the time and the space that they need to speak up because if you don't give them that then they're just gonna keep it in their head or they were gonna say something but you interrupted them yeah or interrupted their thought thought process and so anyway so pursuing your spouse should never stop you know you get married and you can't just like stop dating them because if you think about it your spouse really do change and evolve over the years that you're married to them they never are the same person that you married right yeah and so if you don't end up you know being intentional and pursue them then you're never gonna um i just kind of like continue to get to know them in a way who are changing so um anyway this is really important and this will help you build better intimacy and it doesn't have to be you know, in the bedroom, but it can be intimacy of, like, just feeling um, in love and, you know, just feeling cherished and, and honored. So, yeah, this is a really important one. That's good. So, I just will go over the next one. Sure. So, the next one, number five, this is really interesting. It's just hear, hear us out on this. Don't compare your spouse to others. Fight the discontentment and your social media can have a lot to do with it. <laughs> um, at first, you know, David and I were kind of going over this and David was like, well, I don't know if this point is like needed or necessary. Maybe we should edit this one out. And then I explained it to him. I'm like, no, this is why we need to keep this in. And I told him the reason. He's like, wow, you're right. We didn't leave that in there. I didn't understand. He didn't understand like the reason why that was on there. Until I explained it. So, so what was it? So I just, what I've noticed, and this is not something I really struggle with. I feel like it can be a temptation for me to struggle with, but I really don't struggle with it. I already have such a strong boundary with my social media anyway. And so the thing is, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of couple, married couples struggle with is, you know, comparing their marriages or their spouses to what's online. So, like, for example, I'll see some, you know, videos online and, you know, this woman's like, oh, my husband got me this or he got me these flowers for my birthday and he got me these balloons and blah, 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 blah. It can be easy for someone to subconsciously, you don't even have to, like, think about it, like, in the moment, like, oh, my husband does not do this. And maybe you do. But sometimes we subconsciously think that without realizing it and we start to almost like build this really high expectation in your own mind that you're expecting your husband to read and understand yeah right and you start to almost have resentment towards your husband because he doesn't either do these things for you he doesn't look this way yeah i'm yes i'm comparing look too because there's a lot of people out there that compare their spouse to other spouses and what they look like and that's wrong i'm sorry sorry to say that but that's wrong um you can always encourage your spouse if they ever have an interest to eat better or to exercise more you can encourage them then it's not okay to be pushing them and nagging at them when they don't even want to do it. You didn't yeah. make them not want to get better, you know? Um, so I just feel like comparing your spouse to other people, either physically or online, is just something that is more, I guess, prevalent in today's culture with online presence and the digital media that's around us. It's, it's everywhere. 
So I feel like this part was really important to remember. Yeah, that's good. Uh, okay, so here we go. Let's talk about number six. And that is your spouse is not God. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, just, it's, it's, it's almost laughable to think that. Like, oh, your spouse is definitely not God. But sometimes we do end up believing that without realizing it. Yeah. Uh, like, kind of, you know, like how we, we've always heard, you know, like, oh, you know, like you're a child of God first, you know. And so it's tough because, like, whenever you you listen to the pastors and you, you listen to your word, you listen to the Bible and stuff and you read the Bible, and, you know, you start to you start to realize how just not your how just like not how just not like your spouse is to not God. I can't say that right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, wait, 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 what were you trying to explain? Just how you your spouse is not like God. Just how your spouse is not like God, okay, you know? Okay, And so we can hold them esteemly high, you know? Our spouses, we can hold them at a very high esteem, you know? And so it's tough, you know? We can't, you know, uh, you know this can be, you know, this can be easily really brushed off because... You know, we, we see them if they mess up, you know, and then it's really tough for us sometimes to forgive each other, you know. But, you know, uh, holding them over a high esteem over the over God can be problematic to yourself, to your marriage, to your kids, and to your family, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you really expect a lot of them from a day-to-day basis? Like, what if they don't end up meeting your expectations? You know, it's something that you have to talk about. Do you, do you get really upset? Do you... You know, wish, I don't know, hell over them or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, if they don't do something that that you expected them of, maybe. You know, a lot of times, this is a big thing, too. A lot of times, especially with men, you know, we, we keep things in our head. So we get, we get upset when other spouses, when we think that they already know what we're thinking. It's like, oh, like, you should already know that by, you know, by now. Or you should know that, what I'm thinking. But sometimes they don't. And sometimes the wife sometimes does that to us, too. It's like, oh, you know what? I said this, but I I really meant for you to understand it like this. You know, "Ah, it's all messy. Anyways, but we can say, hey, you know, we, you know, especially with that. But that kind of falls more in like to the whole communication point. But it can be related to this as well, too, you know. But, you know, God should be the first, first in your life. But that doesn't mean that you have to put your spouse as compared to God, you know? Yeah. So. I think, you know, the whole point of this point is that, you know, God should be the first person that you go to for anything in prayer. Not to say your spouse can't be, you know, you know, physically your spouse can't be the first person that you go to for anything. But if you're always going to your spouse more than God, then you're definitely putting them higher than the Lord in your life. And that's kind of putting things out of order, right? So we're we're just saying all this so that you can manage your, I just kind of like discontentment from like the point before we were talking about, you know, don't compare your spouse to other people, but also um, that can be another source of discontentment if you're constantly putting them higher than necessary. They're not meant to be your savior, you know, so anyway, that's that's point number six. 
And you want to go over point number seven? Sure. Point number seven, the last point, is cultivate each other's own faith, growing together and individually uh, through church and through prayer as well, too. Mm-hmm. So. This is an important one. Um, I I think this is something that we just, I kind of, not sad, but we're always growing in some area of our life. So I feel like this year we have really, you know, decided together that we want to pursue the Lord together more. And that included for us to do like a Bible study that we, you know, we, we put, we pitch a book of the Bible and we just read a chapter or two and then we just go over it once a week. I mean, not that complicated, honestly, but it's really been wonderful for us because we share what we've learned and um, we pray together and we apply what we read into our life together. And so I feel like that's really important, but it's also equally important to, you know, encourage your spouse to have their own personal, you know, quiet time or walk with the Lord, have their own personal faith. Not to say you need to force them or anything, but if they are already doing that, then just encourage them. Um, having faith for both spouses is a way to have such a very thriving marriage yeah and also help each other too along the way you know mm-hmm. like ask each other like you know you know is there anything i can pray for you today or is is there anything i can help you you know with your faith maybe help you understand something that you maybe you heard something at church you don't understand you've been keeping it in or maybe you had an interaction you didn't think went well you know you've been holding it in so mm-hmm. you know we can cultivate each other's faith and also this has to do with, with friends too you know this doesn't have to be with marriage this section right here especially you know, especially with small groups, stuff like that. You're in, a, you're in a Bible study group. You know, that's that's when it's important to cultivate each other's faith, ask a lot of questions. You know, uh, it's important to you know keep keep cultivating and not to nag. You know, and so yeah. Jesus never nagged, but Jesus cultivated. And so that's what that's the main thing. What we're trying to get here. You know, growing together in your marriage with the Lord. Even with the faith too, and individually too, it's it's a both way street. You just can't wake up and say, "Oh, my wife can, you know, uh, read read the Bible for me today." Uh, you know, oh, <laughs> doesn't work that way. And there's something that I say on Sunday or sometimes on Sundays. It's kind of funny, but it's a joke. It's a joke, not real. But we usually, you know, have a Bible study every day, and on Sunday I go, "Oh, I don't need to read my Bible. The pastor's going to read it for me." And I'm, I'm like, you you know better than that. And I can say that to him because I'm not nagging him because he already, read, you know, he reads his Bible and all that. He just likes to say that to really get him, like, push my buttons or something. Yeah, sometimes. But, but anyways, no. Uh, we, uh, we, speaking of church, you know, we encourage um, all everybody, but especially married couples, to go to church. You know, find a good church. Um Stay with it and invest in it and get involved. Um, I think it's really important to um, have an area to serve. And not to say you can't serve outside of church and all, but to serve and to be a part of ministry and to have fellowship with people that can push you and challenge you to be better, a better person, a, a, be- a better spouse all the things and so i feel like it's really important to remember that going to church is really crucial and a part of having a thriving marriage yay and then we already mentioned prayer right yeah yeah so prayer is really important it's powerful 
um, you're aligning both of yourself with with God, and God is the one that has all of the power in the world and um, in the strength. And so we can't do our life and our marriage alone without Him. And so having prayer to turn to is, um, I think, really important um, to be able to have such a good, fruitful, and thriving marriage, you know? So, I don't know. I think, you know, cultivating faith and, you know, our walk with the Lord is super important, and that is the last point of how to have a thriving marriage. Yay! Wow, we actually had a shorter episode for what? (laughs) Just over 30 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, so... By the way, we're going to try to keep all these episodes between 15 or 20 minutes, maybe. Maybe 25. Moving forward, there's a lot we're going to cover. So we're going to try to spit fire them out and have a good time with it. This will be for the rest of the year um, through December. So we got a few more months left before 2023 comes to a close. So we want to we're go out with a bang. And, and then we're into 2024. Ah! I cannot believe that. Pretty crazy. <laughs> and then um, we'll be having our baby girl very soon as we're recording this so she might be coming in a few more weeks but we're gonna try to write the outline and you know bash record some of these episodes so that y'all have some episodes you know coming out as you know we're taking a little yeah. break and just huddling with our baby yeah in so. the fall with our psl yeah <laughs> all righty we'll see you guys later we'll see y'all we love you Bye-bye. bye